Welcome to the Get Hungry Podcast, a show where we expand the bounds of what you see possible by exploring new topics each week to level up your thinking and cultivate your God-given potential. Hey, I'm Josh, and welcome back to the Get Hungry podcast. I hope you've all had a fantastic week so far. I've just come back from a little weekend trip up in Rockhampton because my best mate got married, so it was an awesome day, beautiful venue, really, really happy for him in this new chapter of his life that he's about to embark on with his beautiful wife, Esther. So very happy for them, and um, I was able to spend some time with my family as well, so I've had a really good weekend. And now I'm getting back into the swing of things here in Brizzy. So 2021 is slowly coming to an end. And I feel like I've been doing a lot of reflecting lately and kind of preparing for next year. Now, today, I would love to flesh out some of the things that I've been thinking on with you um, in the hopes to sort of help you do the same too. I feel like it's really important to not just meander through life and neglect everything that's happened to us in our past year. And because we're coming to the end of the year, it's a great time to reflect on what we were able to do. And anyway, that's what I'm going to be kind of going into this um, this week's episode, because I really do feel like reflection is very, very important to grow and to insert the catchphrase here, expand the bounds of what we see possible. So the three main things I'm going to be pondering on and fleshing out in this week's episode are firstly contentment. I'm also going to put a reminder in there about our actions and how we make other people around us feel. Um, And then I'm going to go into a couple of action steps that I'm hoping to live out next year. So before we do that, I just want to take this time to thank you for tuning into the Get Hungry podcast. It honestly means so much to me that you would take the time in your day to listen to the episode and hopefully you get something out of it. A reminder, we have an Instagram account. You can go and check me out on Instagram at gethungrypod. Uh, The link will be in the description as well as the YouTube channel. A new video will be coming out soon as well. So stay tuned for that. That's just the Get Hungry YouTube channel. Again, I'll pop the link in the description for you there. So some exciting stuff as I sort of venture into this new chapter, which is YouTube. And I'm really looking forward to that. Now, as always, let's start out the episode by the word of the week. And the word of the week this week is Ikigai. Now, you may have heard this before. Um, It's a word that came up in a conversation with another really, really good friend up in Rockhampton on the weekend um, and my wife. We went out for coffee and it was a really good conversation and we were talking about Ikigai as well. Actually, my wife brought up the word, so um, the credit goes to her for this word and making me aware of it. Uh, But it's a Japanese concept that means your reason for being. So iki in Japanese means life and gai describes the value or worth. So your ikigai is your life purpose or your bliss, apparently. Now, it's what brings your joy and inspires you to get out of bed every day. I feel like this is a very short word that literally captures everything that the Get Hungry brand hopes to encapsulate and It's a really cool word, so be mindful of ikigai this week. Try and incorporate it within your conversations and try and identify what your ikigai is as well. Alrighty, so let's get straight into the content. So starting out with contentment. Now, in my process of reflecting on this past year, I've asked myself, am I content with, and I've listed three things to ask myself. So firstly, am I content with what I have done this year? Now, 
I, it's a very important point to make here that we need to make sure that we're not falling into the comparison trap here and looking back at our year um, and comparing it to what other people have accomplished in their year. Um, we can use that as inspiration, but if we start to let, or I guess, lead into jealousy, then we need to be very cautious of falling into that trap. So just a reminder, this is a individualized reflection. It's something that you should not be worried about anyone else but yourself. So are you content with what you have done? Well, for me, I'm reflecting back on the things that I've done. So I moved to a new city. I joined a new church. I started the podcast I started a YouTube channel. I started a new job. I feel like there was a lot of new beginnings for me and my wife. Um, and it's exciting to look back and see how different my life is now compared to last year, this time last year. So a lot of new adventures. And yeah, if I'm being honest, I know that I could have done more with those new um, journeys and I could have, you know, made more podcast episodes and now that I've got a YouTube channel, could have already made a couple more videos. But I mean, all that to the side, I, I am very happy with what I have been able to do. And my goal for next year is to really make sure that I'm consistent with these new things that I have started and not get distracted by other things that seem quite cool as well. So for me, I feel like I'm quite excited with what I have done, but I know that there is room to grow and to improve. And I mean, that's what next year is for. So I'm looking forward to that. So ask yourself, are you content with what you have done this year? And if you're listening to the podcast in the car or um, at home, pause the podcast and literally just ask yourself this question and try and identify some things that you've done in the past year. Now, once you've done that, the second question is, am I content with what I am doing? So this is kind of a step beyond the first question because it requires you to evaluate if you actually want to continue doing what you're doing. Like, yes, you may have started something, like I may have started the podcast, but is that genuinely something I want to continue doing? And the answer for me is yes. So uh, moving moving along here, um, ask yourself, do I want to keep doing the things that I'm doing? So if the answer is yes, then excellent. That's awesome. Make sure you keep doing that. You know, Find accountability partners that can encourage you and motivate you to continue going um, and staying consistent with that thing. But if the answer is no, um, then actually change it. Like literally stop just thinking about, I don't want to be doing this, I'd rather be doing that, and try that thing. Now, this is something that hits home for me because there's a couple of things that I'm thinking about and theorizing because when it comes to my career and my job, I definitely love what I'm doing, but I feel like there's a feeling of there is more out there. And maybe you're feeling the same thing too. And if you are, then try to identify and pinpoint what that thing is for you. And so for me, I feel like there are things that I want to change. And I kind of find it hard sometimes to pull the trigger on things that I know I want to do um, because it's difficult to do that. Um, and so I, of all people, know that when it comes to identifying that I'm not happy with what I'm doing, it is very tricky to change that. And so I just want to encourage you to, to spend some time identifying what you're doing and considering, is this genuinely what I want to do? And if it is, then fantastic. You know, it doesn't matter what other people have to say. That's excellent. You found that thing and you can just 
push that thing. You can enjoy it. And I mean, it's your life to live and you have control over what you fill your life with to a degree. And career is one of those things that we can have control over. Now, I know that through everything that's happening in the world at the moment with the coronavirus and um, vaccinations and all these sorts of things that can seem a little bit um, unfair to say, but sort of generally speaking, we actually do have the ability to change the trajectory that our life is heading down. Um, So yeah, so that's the second question. Am I content with what I'm doing? Um, An analogy that kind of came to my head um, again in a conversation that I had on the weekend was imagine life as a massive timeline. Now, the start of that timeline is when God created the heavens and the earth and earth came into existence. And the end of that timeline is when Christ comes back. Along that timeline, we are literally just a blip. Now, I, for one, am very thankful that I am a blip because it means that I get life. I get a chance to experience life on earth and all the the pleasures and the challenges and the opportunities that I'm faced with. Like, it's so awesome. It's awesome to be alive. And I want to make the most of the life that God has blessed me with. And I believe you probably do too. So thinking of ourselves as a blip on this massive timeline, we can expand the bounds. There's that phrase again. Uh, We can expand the bounds of that blip in the form of impact. You know, we can live a life that is very, I guess, selfish and a life that's about me. And if I live a life like that, I may be able to achieve some great things, but the impact that I have or the generational impact is very limited. However, if I live with a desire to have a generational impact and sort of think beyond myself, then the impact that my life, which is a little blip on this timeline, will far surpass the amount of time that I actually spend on this earth here. Hopefully that makes sense. I know it's a bit confusing. I kind of have a, um, a visual in my head and I'll create a Instagram post on this whole idea to kind of flesh this out and hopefully clarify that. So make sure you check out the Instagram. As I've sort of mentioned in a couple of previous podcasts, I've really been thinking about the impact that we can have and trying to cultivate that and cultivate our potential because everyone has the ability to leave a great impact if our intentions and our focus is in the right place and so I for one want to make sure that my intentions and my focus and the trajectory for my life is heading towards that. Now the third question is am I content with where I'm going? Now this is closely linked to the last question but it's basically do I have plans and if you do then fantastic let's examine them further but if you don't probably a good time to come up with some plans or some goals or some direction for your life. Otherwise, you can just go um, go about your life without sort of having any particular meaning or purpose. And I believe everyone can have a meaning and a purpose. But when you do set these plans, it's important to ask yourself, are they comfort focused? Are they easy? Are they not really doing anything that's particularly hard because it's too hard and you just want to live a comfortable, easy life? Um, if that is the case, then fair enough. I mean, you got to sort of make decisions for yourself that lead towards a life that you want to live. But for me, I have sort of found that if I choose the easy option, if I choose the easy option, like sitting down on the couch or watching YouTube as opposed to going for a run 
or reading a book, it's it's comfortable in the moment, but I actually get frustrated in the future because I'm like, why did I do that? I could have utilized that time better. And I don't want to sort of at the end of my life, look back over my life and think, oh, I, could have, I could have done more. I could have been better. Um, it's, a, it's a feeling and a thought that I really do not want to experience. And so to prevent that from happening, I want to be very intentional with the things that I do, which is why I really enjoy um, listening to content and podcasts and books on self-development and growth so that I can push my bounds and I can literally cultivate my potential and empower and inspire others so that at the end of my life, I'll be able to feel content and know that I lived a life in line with my values. So the opposite of comfort-focused plans or goals are obviously discomfort-focused. Now, it's not to, I guess, continually punish yourself and never reward yourself with the time of chilling out and, and just enjoying the pleasures of life because, well, I mean, we've been given life to enjoy and so we've got to make sure we enjoy it. But like everything, it needs to be balanced. You know, if we're spending too much time in the comfort zone, we never grow and we are filled with jealousy and we're filled with all these negative emotions because we're not pushing ourselves and we're looking at what everyone else can achieve and feeling discontentment. So to prevent that, we can make goals and set plans that do push our goals. You know, I've kind of said my three phase motivational quote, I guess, that I tell myself when I'm working out and, um, and going about my life. And that is really just internalize that I can do this. I will do this. Now watch me do it. And that centers around empowering myself in the moment of weakness or in the moment where I feel like I would prefer to take the comfortable route that I have the ability to push my comfort zone. And in doing so, it will be far more uh, fulfilling and beneficial. So I'd encourage you really just examine your contentment in life. Are you content with what you've done? Are you content with what you're doing? And are you content with where you're going? So secondly, I really want to just focus in and, and hone on this idea that we don't necessarily have control over the things that happen to us. Like, you know, no one had control over COVID and the lockdowns and the limitations that it has put on us and our lives. You know, you don't have control over how someone responds to something that you say or do for them, or you don't have control over the wind. I mean, there's so many things that we literally cannot control, but we do actually have the power and ability to control how we respond to those things. You know, so often as I examine my life and I'm, I'm looking around and, and looking at other people and the way that people respond and react to things to try and learn from that, I can see that myself included, it's very easy to, to just react to something, to not put much thought into how you act or what you say as a result of how someone acts or what they say to you. And when this happens and when you're not putting much thought in what you're doing and saying, it can really just lead to frustration. It can lead to affecting the happiness that other people have. It can really strip people's joy. Like it's it's a big thing. And it's something that I think we really need to be, be mindful of. You know, am I reacting 
or am I consciously responding to the things that are happening to me? I feel like it's really powerful and it's it's a thought that's definitely been on my mind for quite some time now because I want to, as I've said, empower and influence and, and positively inspire others. And in order to do that, I need to make sure that I'm not just reacting out of the flesh or reacting because, oh, that, that person said something to me, so I'm going to say something to hurt them back or All the, you know, I I don't want to spread negativity. And so many people are not conscious about this that they actually are spreading negativity. And when you sit and think about it, and I know myself too, if I react in a way and then think about how I reacted, you're not happy about that. And you're like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done that. I don't want to be filled with those feelings. And the way to try and avoid that is to be more intentional about how we respond to the things that happen to us. Um, And it, it literally just starts with, holding your tongue. I know being a Christian, I look up to Jesus as a a big role model in my life as how I should live. And one of the things that he did numerous times is he kept silent. Even if you may be in the right, just hold your tongue. You don't have to say something. Just walk away. That could be an easy first step. Or secondly, it can be validating people's opinions and their thoughts and, and trying to make them feel heard in a way that, that isn't submissive and isn't you sort of being too afraid to stand up to what you think and value, but almost lessens the tension between you and someone else. Hopefully they're making sense here. I feel like this is something that I, I really need to just work on articulating and because it, it's so powerful. Like the fact that we have control over how we respond and you can almost give yourself more opportunities by treating others well. There's a quote and I can't quite remember it, but it was something along the lines of, oh, actually that's it. I've just pulled it up on my phone here. So it says, three simple ways to get more of what you want in life. This is a quote from James Clear and he had it in his email newsletter. So if you want some phenomenal quotes and inspiration, definitely go and follow his email newsletter. But he said, the simplest way to get more of what you want in life is to be kind and pleasant to others. That's so true, isn't it? Like literally just through being kind, just through being pleasant, just by having a smile on your face, other people are going to want to give you their best and they're going to want to, you know, refer you for an opportunity that, you know, you you otherwise wouldn't have been available for you if you were being nasty or mean or blunt or, I mean, obviously there's a time and a place for everything, but I think it's really, really important for us to be kind and pleasant and probably heard it before. It's a, um, I can't remember exactly where it was, but it's a biblical principle that we should treat others how we want to be treated. And I think this is so important because we want to be treated well and so we need to treat others well regardless of if they're treating you well now when it comes to that quote i feel like there actually are a lot of caveats um which i'll have to sort of discuss in a a later episode because you know different people want different things so like if we're treating someone in a way that we want to be treated that might actually be frustrating to someone else because that's not the way that they they best respond or understand like an example of this is 
you know, two people can be talking. One person wants to be down the line, no fluff, no, no faffing about, whereas the other person sees that as being blunt and can almost take offense to that. And so person one can treat person two in a way that's blunt, down the line, getting the facts laid out because that's how they want to be treated. But person two will actually feel hurt because of that. So there's, there's a lot of other things to be aware of. And I'll definitely make an episode. I might actually do the next episode on the different, um, you know, personality types and lessons that I've learned when it comes to dealing with people that I learned from a conference at work. And I'd love to share those with you. So stay tuned for next episode. To summarize this whole point here, it's just asking yourself, how do I leave and treat others? You know, don't, don't spend so much time looking at everyone else and say, yeah, but they're doing this. They're treating me like this. No, forget all that and literally just ask yourself, how do I leave and treat others? And am I leaving and treating others in a positive way where I'm leaving them better or in a better state than what I found them in? I'll leave it at that. There's so many other things I can talk about, but I'll do that next time. So another thought that kind of runs along the same vein as this, but slightly different that I came across when I was having a conversation again on the weekend with my friend and my wife. Um, This is why it's good to have good friends in your life because you just have awesome conversations and you can come to so many different conclusions and identify things that you wouldn't have been able to on your own. So definitely get yourself some good friends and really cultivate the friendships that you have and try to, you know, go out for a cup of coffee and just have a chat and and see what happens. Um, Anyway, I need to hurry up and get through this episode because I'm taking up a lot of your time. So anyway, the thought that came up here was instead of living like it's your last day on earth. So this is a thought that um, often is referred to like live like it's your last day on earth because if it's your last day on earth, you're going to want to to do, you know, something that seems ridiculous or you're going to want to push your bounds because you're, it's your last day on earth. So instead of living like that, while that is something that we should live like, we should live or treat others as if it's their last day on earth. So if you were walking down the street and you saw a man that you've never seen before and you knew I don't know how, but you knew it was his last day on earth. Would you just walk by that person, not smile, not say hello, not do anything? If you would, if if that's how you would react, then you're a horrible person. No, (laughs) Uh, but I would like to think that um, if I was in the situation that I would smile or I'd say hello or I'd, I'd start a conversation, I'd really try and spark positivity and give that person a smile and fill them with happiness because it's their last day on earth. Um, And if we live every single day like this and every interaction or every person that we come across, we treat them in a way that sparks happiness and joy and and all these positive emotions. Can you imagine how big of an impact you will have? Such a cool thought, hey? So definitely be thinking on that. And when you come in, you know, you come in contact with other people and, and you may not even know them or you've never seen them before, try and just smile or say hello or try and spark positivity in their life as if it was their last day on earth. Alrighty, so starting to wrap things up here, I'm just going to lay out three things that I really want to work on this coming year, so 2022. The first thing is to give more. Now, this doesn't necessarily have to be money or things of financial value, but but it can be something that will help someone who is in need or 
who would benefit from that. So this can be obviously money, it can be recommendations, it can be physical things that I have or I've come in contact with or I can attain and give to that person. It could be experiences. I really want to live a life where I give more because again, another viable verse that comes to mind is it is more blessed to give than to receive. Now, this is funny because I remember as a kid hearing this verse, I did not agree with it because for me, I would way prefer to get things than to have to give something to someone else. But you know, now that I'm kind of progressing along in life, I've kind of identified this verse to be something that's so true. And so I want to live a more giving life. The second thing is I want to document more. Now, I know I've started this podcast and I've got a YouTube channel and these are ways that I can sort of document my thoughts and ideas um, to you guys as well as um, to keep a sort of portfolio for myself. Um, I really want to work on documenting my experiences on Instagram, whether that's on stories or YouTube shorts or continuing to make more, more content, more podcasts, more YouTube videos. I really want to document more because I've identified for myself, I really enjoy seeing other people getting value out of the things that I come across. And literally by sharing the things that I come across, I may be the source of inspiration that someone needs to pursue um, a passion of theirs or cultivate their potential. And if I didn't share that thought, they probably never would have come across it. And we all have the power to do this because we all, you know, watch different videos, read different books, um, our brain operates in different ways, and it's so beneficial just to share our thoughts. As long as they're, you know, positive thoughts, like, you know, you don't want to be spreading um, hatred. <laughs> so I just want to, I want to document more. And the third thing is, I feel like my brain kind of works in overdrive sometimes. There's always a lot of thoughts and ideas going on, and I can struggle to articulate those thoughts in a way that's beneficial to myself or to others. And so I want to work on using my brain power to identify a theory or a hypothesis on something and then actually test that thing. So say for, for instance, I can be thinking about a way to generate more podcast episode ideas. That's a thought that, that can flow through my mind, but if, if I don't state it out um, or write it down as a, as a theory, then I can kind of lose it. So I need to sort of use these ideas, create a theory, actually test that theory, and then identify what the results are. I know this is probably a very scientific um, method of, of thinking, but it's kind of the way that my brain works. Um, and so, yeah, I just, in short, want to build up on my ability to think, trial, and implement thoughts and ideas and not be so quick to believe something to be true without testing it. Oh, there's so many things I can talk about. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to cut the episode short. So definitely tune in next week because after I finish this recording, I'm literally gonna just write down all of the thoughts that are going in my mind at the moment. And, and I will clarify that and I will be able to share them to you um, not next week, but the week after that, this is a fortnightly episode. Hopefully this episode has been beneficial to you. Hopefully you've got something out of it. I would have considered this a success if after listening to this episode, you ask yourself some of the questions and at least identify a few things that you want to work on next year so that you can be a step closer towards cultivating your God given potential. Alrighty, love you guys. Have a fantastic week and remember to get hungry.